everyone. Welcome to the Misorganized Show. I'm your host, Tracy Pay, here to give you some tips and tricks on how to clear your mess to relieve your stress so you can live a life of peace and happiness. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about planning to have a clean slate. It's that time of year again when that clean slate desire is in the air and people are motivated to purge and organize their homes. They buy all the bins, they say they're going to do it this weekend, and then they daydream about what their space is going to look like when they're all done. And then the weekend comes. They're super excited, they put on their sneakers, they grab their cup of coffee, and they jump right in. And then they become quickly overwhelmed. And then they mentally check out about mm, an hour later. And then they call it quits for the day, and then... They resolve to do it the next weekend. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Listen, finishing an organizing project takes more than just fancy containers and saying you're going to do it. You need a plan. And without a plan, even just a simple one, it's really easy to get stuck, sidetracked, and overwhelmed. In fact, overwhelm is the number one reason why people contact me. The number one. And when they do... I explained it to him very simply, that when you get into a state of overwhelm, the body will go into what's called fight, flight, or freeze. We've all heard of it. And that will shut down the executive functions in the frontal lobe of your brain. What are the executive functions, you ask? Well, let's talk about the ones that are relative to organizing. Organizing is one of them. Time management is another one. Planning and decision-making. When you shut that part of your brain down, then all of those executive functions also get shut down and you're just not as effective with them. And then what happens is you, you slip into what's called the mammalian brain, the reptilian brain, the primitive brain, the caveman brain. This part of your brain is really only concerned about running away from the woolly mammoth, not about what size bin should I have? The kind of rock would be the best. It's not concerned about that. It's just wants to run away from the woolly mammoth. And that is not the way that you want to operate in an organizing project. You need to operate from a calm and clear mind that's able to focus and perform the tasks in a logical, methodical, strategical way. And if you don't, you're never going to finish your organizing project. It's just that simple. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some tips that you can use to create a project plan so that you could actually finish your projects once and for all. And not hearing yourself say, next weekend, okay, next weekend. No, seriously, next weekend. Okay, maybe the next two weekends. You don't want to keep doing that. That's no fun because then you're going to be looking at your garage a year later and saying, God, you know, I really wish that I had gotten to that last summer, but this weekend I'm going to get to it. No, you don't want to do that. (laughs) That's not fun. That's no way to live. So let's start off with my first tip. That is to create a goal. When you start off with a goal in mind, it's a lot easier to create the tasks 
that you need in order to accomplish the goal. For example, converting an office into a baby's room, uh, adding exercise equipment to the garage, creating some space in your kitchen, on your kitchen countertop so you could put um, a juicer there. Those are all examples of goals. And sometimes the goals can be really super general. And sometimes they can be very specific. The more specific your goals are, the better. But sometimes you just need to start off with a a bigger goal, like converting the office into a baby's room. And the second tip is the first the first part of this, we already accomplished that in tip number one, which is to create the goal. So this this tip I call this strategy forward thinking backwards plan. Forward thinking is creating the goal. And once you've come up with that goal, now you want to think backwards to determine what the action steps are. And if you have an if-then conversation with yourself, you'll be able to figure out what those action steps are. So it might sound something like this. If I want to put the Peloton in the garage, then I have to move the tires. But what if there's water bottles in front of the tires and you can't move the tires unless you move the water bottles? Then that's the first step. So you have to continue working backwards till you find the easiest step to start with. So in this case, it's not put the Peloton in the garage. You have to move the water bottle so that you can move the tire so you can move the Peloton. You see how that works? And once you have figured out what those action steps are, then you want to do the third tip, which is write it down. Visually have it in front of you. Keeping visual track of the action steps as you go along is going to enable you to spend less time thinking about what you need to do and more time working on what you need to do once you've gotten started. The thinking part, believe it or not, tends to be the hardest part of organizing. I can't tell you how many times clients have said to me, I don't even know where to begin. So that's where we have to come up with the plan. Because if you just did the whole just dig in approach, inevitably you're going to get to a spot where it's not really easy to figure out what next steps need to be done. And then that's usually where people wind up getting overwhelmed and stuck and then they quit. And then the next weekend conversation comes around. So if you write it down, keep it in front of you, then when you're done with that step, Then you could say, okay, what's next? Some really awesome tools I love to use for project planning. Uh, If you're more of the the paper way of tracking things, some people are more comfortable using paper. Some people are more comfortable using digital tracking tools. Uh, Franklin planners are awesome for tracking uh, tasks on paper because you can easily go back and see what needs to be done or what you've accomplished. If you're more of the digital type, Basecamp is an awesome tool to use, and so is Trello. And that way you can also keep notes. It's a lot easier to keep notes digitally. You know, maybe you got to a certain step, you're like, oh, I not only do I need to do this, but I need this to do this. And then here's a link to that particular product that I think I'm going to need. It's a lot easier to track it that way. So now that you've come up with your goal, you figured out what your action steps are and you've written them down, have them in front of you. Now you need to figure out when are you specifically going to do those? 
instead of saying you're going to do it this weekend, you got to look for a specific time frame. So example, on Sunday from, from 10 to 2, and then add it to your calendar. The more specific you are, the better the chances are you will accomplish it. One of my favorite things to do is to put my clients on the spot when they tell me, oh, yeah, I'm going to work on my garage this summer. I say, okay, well, how many different options do you have to work on it? What, 90, 90 different options-ish? So let's get it down more specifically. So are we talking July, August, September? And they think about their calendar, they think about their schedule and what they have to do. Oh, okay, maybe September. Wonderful. Okay, so now are we talking during the week, during the weekend? Uh, probably during the weekend. Fantastic. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, come on. What are we going to do here? Come on. Uh, probably on a Sunday would be best. Wonderful. So now we just went from the entire summer to now we went to a Sunday, the third week on a Sunday. The third, the third week in September. So now the final piece that we have to figure out is what time. Okay, so we're going to do it on Sunday. Are we going to do it in the morning, the afternoon, the evening? Probably best to do it around the afternoon. Amazing. 12, 1, 2, 3, 4. Where are we going to, what time are we going to start? Probably about 12 o'clock would be best. That is brilliant. So now we have gotten it down to the third week in September on a Sunday, starting at 12 o'clock. And then the last final piece of that is writing it down in the calendar, which always makes them sweat. (laughs) But they understand where I'm going with this and, and usually wind up feeling pretty grateful for the exercise. They have to put out, they have to put it out in their calendar. And the reason why that's really important is because how many different things could pop up that will take priority over the organizing. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Not everybody enjoys organizing and cleaning as much as I do all day, all night. I'll, I'll clean all day, all night. You know, something else has a priority. Well, I'd rather do the organizing and cleaning. That is just simply not the case for the average person. That's why I have a career doing this stuff. If you write it down in your calendar, it's going to be a lot easier for you to say no to those things that pop up Jan and Bob want to have a, a, a go to lunch with you on Sunday. Nope, can't do it. Got to organize my garage. But if you didn't have it in front of you and decided that was the time you were going to do it, there's a really good chance that Jan and Bob would have that lunch. You, you would go to have lunch with Jan and Bob. So writing it down on your calendar is absolutely crucial. And finally, the last thing you want to do is you want to prioritize your tasks. As much as we would all love to think that we could wave the magical wand and just all the tasks will just magically get done all at once. That just simply isn't going to be the case. You have to prioritize what's going to be done first, what's going to be done second. And if you have that list in front of you, you've already decided what it is that you want to do. It's going to be a lot easier for you to prioritize those tasks. And then you won't be stuck where you finish one And they're like, okay, now what do I do? Because you've already decided that in advance. So having a plan in place 
before you even get started is the best way to ensure that you will actually finish what you set out to do. And by following your plan, you'll have that clean slate feeling before you know it. And it feels glorious. You all know what it feels like to get something done. There's nothing better than done, that feeling of done. It's a really awesome feeling. So I highly recommend that you create a plan, follow the plan, and then you can enjoy (laughs) the lunch with Jan and Bob. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Misorganized Show. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you clear your mess to relieve your stress, visit my website at misorganized.com, or you can also find me on Facebook at Misorganized San Diego. And if you want to take a deeper look at the whys of clutter in the house of organizing, check out my book on Amazon, If Clutter Could Talk, The Stories It Would Tell.